You are Locked On Cougars. This is your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Thank you for joining us on a Wednesday edition of the show. A lot to get to like usual today, a big show. Going to be continuing with a lot of interviews we've had this week. Really interview heavy week, but that continues on today as we talk with Brandon Averett. A uh, new member of the BYU basketball program, or soon to be member of the BYU basketball program, as a graduate transfer guard from Utah Valley University. I had a chance to speak with him one on one. We'll get his thoughts on what he expects to do in a BYU uniform and also look ahead to his final season in a college uniform as he joins the Cougars for this coming fall. Also, we'll get to our player countdown series today. Need to catch up from yesterday, talking about the best players wear the number 79 and number 78, as we are just 78 days away from BYU. BYU and Utah kicking off the football season. Crazy to think it's coming that quickly, but still a lot of fun to be doing these player countdown series nonetheless. Today's show brought to you by our good friends over at Built Bar, rockauto.com, and our good friends at All Guard Pest Control as well. We'll tell you about all three of those companies as today's show rolls on. One thing before we get to that, though, is the, the Locked On podcast, and we're actually doing something really cool right now. We stand against racism and social injustice. That's why we, the hosts of the Locked On Podcast Network, are making personal donations to local and national organizations that are fighting for change. And in the month of June, the Locked On Podcast Network is matching the total of all host donations up to an additional $10,000. To make your own donation along with us, please visit us at LockedOnPodcast.com slash Black Lives Matter to learn more about what we're doing and all of the donations we're putting out there. And you guys can donate alongside us and really help fight for social change. All right, with that rundown out of the way, let's get to it here. This is the Locked on Cougars podcast for June 17th, 2020. What's up, guys? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for taking the time to download your original daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars with us here. This podcast is available everywhere podcasts are to be found. Please be sure to share it with your family and friends. The word of mouth alone really has helped us build the audience. Can't thank you guys enough. We've actually risen the to the highest heights we've been in the in the Apple Podcast rankings so far this year than we have at any other point during the year. It's great to see, and it's all a big credit to you guys. So make sure to continue listening to the show and share with your family and friends if they're big-time BYU fans and want a one-stop shop for all the BYU sports news they need to know about each day as well as insider information that they, they will not find anywhere else. Kicking off today's show, going to go a little bit out of order. Normally, we like to play interviews in the second or third parts of the show, or segments as we call them here in the business, but I wanted to get to it right away. Brandon Averett, a brand new member of the BYU basketball program, a graduate transfer from Utah Valley University. I had a chance to catch up with him to talk about his decision-making process, what went into him ultimately deciding to transfer just up the road from UVU to BYU to play for Mark Pope once again. Well, without further ado, let's get to it. Here you go, Brandon Averett with myself, right here on Locked on Cougars. Brandon, thanks for taking the time. Thank you for having me. Let's start here, Brandon. Uh, Obviously, this will be your senior season coming up for the BYU basketball program as a grad transfer. What led you to the decision to leave UVU and ultimately land with the Cougars? Uh, well, originally I was recruited by Coach Pope over at UVU, so 
after my red show year when seeing him leave, it kind of sucked. And uh, I always kind of wanted the opportunity to be able to search for him. So when the opportunity presented itself, it was kind of an easy decision for me. You, uh, this past season, played the one year you played for UVU. You were an all-whack a newcomer team honoree, averaged 12.8 points per game. What has BYU, in terms of their coaching staff with Coach Pope, et cetera, told you what they expect when you show up at BYU? Oh, uh, yeah, they're expecting uh, a lot out of me. You know, uh, they they were missing a uh, point guard. That was, something, that was a really good need that they were looking for and. um just the whole recruiting process. So uh, they just they haven't really gotten into too much detail, but they just said they expect a lot out of me and they expect me to be a great player that, that they believe I can be. So. When you were at UVU, uh, you obviously practiced in Pope's system during your redshirt year. Uh, when you've watched BYU and now that you're uh, looking at them, now that you're a part of the Cougars program, how different is what Pope ran at UVU versus what he runs at BYU, or is it the exact same? Uh, they definitely had a few different uh, variations of the offense just because uh, they had Yoli. He was so dominant down there on the block. So they had a, different, a lot of different sets to get in the ball down there. But essentially, I mean, yeah, pick and roll, spacing, it's all, it's all really the same, you know. Uh, the way he, he, he coached basketball over there, he, he just kind of he's kind of IT basketball, you know. He was great at basketball. He was big on spacing, making the right reads. Uh, being in the right spot. So, I mean, he, he, he seems to have the same principles and, and everything. So, Yeah, you mentioned how dominant Yoli Childs was this year. Not necessarily such an established player at BYU, but there are a lot of big men on the roster. How comfortable are you running the pick and roll? Oh, I'm very comfortable. Uh, that's something I've always, I've been working my entire life to, to, to kind of master and get better at uh it's, it's always something I feel like you can get better at. It. It's why you pick and roll, it's why scoring, make a read. So that's something I definitely continue to just, I want to continue to just elevate my game in. Obviously, BYU last year uh, hoisted up a lot of three-pointers. Part of their offense is to shoot from deep. How comfortable are you thinking that you can take a lot more three-pointers this coming season? I'm definitely excited about that, actually. You know, that's something... I've been working for a long time to, to show people that I'm, I'm good at. You know, uh, I feel like I'm a way better shooter than my percentages have shown in the past. So I'm really excited to, to be able to have the opportunity to go out there and, and, and show that I can shoot on, on a bigger level, on a bigger stage. So I'm excited about it. Uh, Jake Toulson, uh, when you announced that you were going to join the BYU basketball program, tweeted out that the best player on UVU's team was yourself when you were redshirting. How much does stuff like that pump you up, knowing that, hey, your former teammates really think highly of you? Uh, it was definitely, I mean, it was exciting. You know, I really felt a lot of high praise, and I feel blessed to have the high praise from, from such a good player like Jake. Uh, he definitely had some battles. I think he was kind of pushing me a little bit. They, they definitely gave us, gave us all that we could, we could handle as as red shirts. But I mean, we just tried to go in there and compete and, and give him a great look every day. And, I mean, he kind of expressed how he felt about that. So I mean, he was definitely good, good hearing that from him. Now that you're a part of the BYU basketball program, before you came to Utah, I guess in the first place, coming to UVU and then now transferring to BYU, how much did you know about the state, if anything? Uh, 
actually, I had never really thought about Utah. Like, uh, I think growing up, I, I knew like maybe two or three people that, that were from Utah. And I never would have expected that I'd actually come out here and go to school, be here for as long as I've been, you know. And, and it's been a, a great experience for me. Uh, when I first got out here, it was definitely an adjustment. And, but every, the, the more time I'm out here, the more it's growing on me. And I, I, I just love it. So it's been, it's been a great experience for me. Uh, now that you make the transition to BYU, is there anything that stands out about the BYU basketball program that you didn't know about before or you may have learned in the last little bit? Um, really? Just how, like, so much love from the fans, you know. I just, I never really expected them to be just interactive and kind of just thanking me and saying they can't wait to see me play. It's, just, it's it's a great feeling, you know. Coach uh, Piper telling me if I did decide to, to come over to BYU, that it was going to be something like this, you know. So I kind of doubted him a little bit, but it, it's been it definitely exceeded my expectations. Has it mainly been people reaching out on social media? Mm-hmm. Social media, you know, just kind of saying they're excited. A lot of people DMing me, messaging me, and saying how excited they are about about seeing me play and thankful that, that I chose to come to BYU. So it's, it's, been, a, it's, been, it's been a real, it's a real good to, to have that love and support from, from your fan base. There you go. Part one of my conversation with Brandon Averett. We'll get to more of that here in just a second. Had a great conversation about his a game, what he can do on the court. We'll get to all of that here in just a minute. Before we do that, though, do need to take a minute today and talk to you guys about our good friends at rockauto.com. I don't know how many of you out there are do-it-yourselfers when it comes to fixing your car. I'm a guy who aspires to be that. I freely admit I am not an expert when it comes to auto care. But when I can do stuff myself, let's say change my oil, uh, change out a tail light, the very basic things when it comes to your vehicle, well, guess what? RockAuto.com is here to help you guys out because they make it really easy to get any part or item that you need for your vehicle, whether it's a car, a truck, SUV, they've got all of them for you with reliably low pricing, and they're available to be shipped right to your door. RockAuto.com, it's a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for all of the auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. You can go look up whatever type of car you've got. I drive a Chevrolet Cruze as my daily driver. My wife drives a Honda Pilot. I've went and looked for the parts for both of those cars, and I can tell you this much. There are options from all over the place for whatever part I might need for both of those vehicles. The catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate with rockauto.com. You can quickly see all of the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and the prices you prefer. And the best part is, the prices for professionals, let's say mechanics, and yourself... They're no different on rockauto.com. You get the exact same price. Why pay up to twice as much for the same parts that you might need? And the best part of it all is they'll ship them right to your door. That's rockauto.com. They are a fantastic company, guys. Check them out. Go to rockauto.com to learn more about it. Check out the parts for your vehicle that you may have been needing, and they can make sure you're taken care of. Make sure to write in Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they, don't know, that they know we sent you when you stop by, and that's rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably, reliably low prices, all of the parts your car will ever need. That's our good friends at rockauto.com, a proud partner with us here on Locked On Cougars.
Okay, guys, I need to take a minute today and tell you once again about our good friends at All Guard Pest Control, a local company here in the Wasatch Front based in Utah County, but capable of servicing anybody up and down the Wasatch Front wherever you might live, even out into the Twilla and Wasatch County areas if you need them as well. Seth Barrett and his team are the best of the best. It's a local company, like I said. Seth has done great things in terms of taking care of people's properties, including my own. I can give them my personal recommendation, speaking of All Guard Pest Control. They came by just about two weeks ago at this point, sprayed my house, and I can tell you this much. My wife, she has never been happier. There are no creepy crawly things that she's seeing under boxes when she moves them, that type of stuff. All guard pest control, make sure your house has that barrier around it to make sure it's protected against whatever that season's hot pests are. What I love about our good friends at All Guard Pest Control, they will not be knocking on your door I know that right now the COVID-19 pandemic has made it really taboo to knock on somebody's door, but even when in normal times, quote-unquote normal times, All Guard Pest Control is not going to be knocking on your door. They don't believe in the door-to-door sales tactics. They offer two unique programs, speaking of Seth and his team at All Guard. They offer a quarterly program where they'll come out once every three months, make sure that barrier stays up around your home and it's protected at all times. But also, if you just need a one-time service, All Guard will take care of you the one time and they will leave you alone. They don't make you sign a contract that requires quote-unquote follow-up visits you may have to pay for. They don't believe in that. They believe in being straightforward. Their online reviews are absolutely phenomenal. Seth and his team are the best of the best. So if you have pest control needs, give All Guard Pest Control your business, guys. You can call them. 801-851-1812 is the phone number for Seth Baird and his team over there at All Guard. You also can visit them online, allguardpestcontrols with an S.com you can learn more about their company. Like I said, a local company, they take care of my home. Hopefully they take care of yours as well. Let All Guard Pest Control take care of all of your pest control needs. Call them 801-851-1812. That's All Guard Pest Control. Good partner and a proud partner of us here on the Locked On Cougars podcast. Guys, let's get to part two of my conversation with Brandon Averett. Now we talked a little more in depth about his type of ability on the court. What he wants to show most of all is he joins the BYU basketball program this fall. Obviously, he's an undersized guard. If you look at the roster, five foot eleven, one hundred and eighty-five pounds, but he's got plenty of ability, and he'll explain that. So here you go. More with Brandon Averett right now on the Locked On Cougars podcast. Brandon, there's a famous clip on social media, particularly on Twitter, of you during your time at Oklahoma State and an absolutely monster dunk where you where you just go up and jam it on a guy. Is that something that you enjoy doing, or is that something that's maybe more of the abnormal for you? Uh, so, I mean, that was my only dunk of college. I, I definitely look to get more uh, this upcoming season, but um, I definitely love to do stuff like that. Uh, actually, I was telling you all the time, that dunk was probably one of the, like, I didn't think I was going to make that dunk, actually. I just went up trying to get the foul. and It's crazy. It went in, and everybody was kind of surprised, you know. Uh, that's something I, I kind of just keep in my bag. I mean, in high school, I had, I had like, my senior year, I had probably 10 or 12 dunks, you know. So I can I can get up there when, when I want to. So I definitely look to, to get a few more just to up on the season. Well, yeah, you being a, a guy listed at five foot eleven on the roster, I don't think many people expect you to get up. But you, you, you feel like you're more than mm-hmm. capable of doing so. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I definitely have confidence in my athleticism. That's something I've worked hard at my entire life, and I've been dunking since about ninth grade. You know, so I mean, 
just me being athletic, that it just kind of, kind of comes natural to me. And it's just a matter of just having the mindset of being aggressive and going up, going up to finish aggressive like that. Yeah, I wanted to ask you in terms of that uh, that mindset, that aggressive mindset. How do you think that will mesh with what BYU does in terms of what Coach Pope likes you to do on the court? Uh, I think it'll mesh great. You know, uh, like when the coach was recruiting me to UVU, that was that was something that he was real big on. Just my aggression on defense, my aggression on offense, my aggression in transition, and just me being able to get downhill. That was something he really that really stood out to him by my game, and he wanted to keep elevating that and and. Here we are now, so I mean, I'm really excited to go out there and and just show show what I can do and do whatever I need to help the team win. How excited are you to reunite with guys like Wyatt Lowell and Richard Harward, your former teammates from UVU? I'm really excited. You know, uh, I I remember practicing with those guys all the time, and just I remember being so ready to be able to play with Rich and, and Wyatt. So it's really exciting how how this cycle just kind of came back around and I'm able to have a chance to get the third with those guys so I can't wait. Obviously two of the assistants at BYU currently, Cody Fuger as well as uh, 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 Chris Burgess are assistants now under Coach Pope. How important were the relationships with them as well during this process of deciding to go to BYU? It was definitely very important. You know, I, I just remember having a great relationship with all of them. You know, they had Cody staff and trade people and I remember having like a family feel around the whole organization, you know. Uh, it just felt great. And, and I wanted to be around a, a group of coaches like that and coaches that believed in me and that just were genuine people. So that definitely played a huge factor. I think a lot of people look at you as a point guard and expect that you'll kind of be playing off what Alex Barcelo does for BYU. Have the coaching has the coaching staff indicated to you that it'll be a, a situation where both of you will be on the court at the same time, or will both of you be manning the point guard position almost exclusively? Uh, well, they kind of talked about it a little bit. I think they're looking to play us at the same time a lot of times, uh, but we, we haven't gotten too into too much detail about that, but. I talked to Coach Pope a little bit about it, and he definitely wants to have us both out there at the same time. He thinks that give us a, a different look, and it would be tougher for, for teams to, to handle both of us. So. What about your game is something that may not be known? Does that make sense? Like, What about your, your, your game on the court that maybe BYU fans haven't seen or even UVU or Oklahoma State fans that you'd like to feature? What do you want to show people this year? Uh, for one, I want to show a bit of a leader I am, my, my leadership attributes, and I feel like I'm a great leader. Uh, that's something I've been working at my whole life as well. Uh, I've always wanted to be more vocal, so I just want to show how good of a leader I can be, help this team win, and get back to that NCAA tournament. How big would that be? Because you played, I think, in the NCAA tournament as a freshman, if I'm not mistaken, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Is that is that important to you to get back to that and experience March Madness once again, at least one more time in your career? Definitely important. You know, ever since I went there, since my freshman year, I've been saying I, I mean, one, I have to go back. I have to go back. So, I mean, that'd be the best way to, to end my college career is the way it started. You know, so that's that, that's definitely something I'm looking I'm looking forward to, to getting back to. 
you've had a long and kind of winding career. You went to Stillwater, Oklahoma. Then you transferred to Orem, Utah. Now you're going to finish out your career in Provo, Utah, just down the road from Orem. How crazy of a ride has it been for you? It's definitely been a crazy ride. You know, uh, a lot of stuff happened. I never, ever would have seen come in or never thought would happen, you know, but I've, I've, I've learned from it all, and I've just kind of used it as motivation. I tried not to have any excuses about it because, I mean, everybody goes through stuff in college, you know, so I've just tried to stick with it and stay with it and just stay in the gym and continue to grow my game and continue to have an open mind and try not to get too personal about it, take things too personal, you know, because, I mean, it is a business, you know, so. It's been, it's been a wild journey, but it's, it's been well worth it for sure. Now that you're a part of the BYU basketball program, what uh, what do you look forward to most about going to BYU? Is there, is, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely look forward to, to playing in front of Cougar Nation and, and to just go out there and give them my all just for those things and just, just be able to just yeah, I feel to play in front of that, that fan base every single home game. So that's definitely my number one thing I'm ready to I'm looking forward to for the upcoming season. Have you been to a BYU game before this at all? I actually have. Uh, so my last year, uh, last time UBU and BYU played, I was actually on the bench. Okay. And we sat right next to the student section. I just remember just looking up there like, wow, that's, that's so crazy. I never thought in the million years that they took basketball this serious out here, you know. So they, they really love their players. They love their athletes. So it, it was definitely a great experience at, being at that game. Well, Brandon, uh, last thing for me, I wanted to open up the floor to you. Is there anything you'd like to know? let BYU fans know as you get ready to join the BYU basketball program this coming fall? Uh, I mean, I'm just excited to, to – be able to play for you guys and, and this is just such an honor and I love all the, the support that, that you guys are giving me and I'm ready to get to work for you guys. Brandon, can't thank you enough for taking the time. I look forward to catching up with you the season gets a little bit closer and looking forward to see how you guys do this coming year, all right? Yes, sir. I, I really appreciate you having me on today. There you go. Brandon Averett, a big thank you to him for joining us here on the podcast. You can follow him on social media, on Twitter in particular at BAForever underscore five. I think he's going to be a very fun addition to the BYU basketball program. You can tell he's very excited to be joining Mark Pope's team. And just looking at this roster right now, folks, like I said, we'll break this down more in depth in the coming days and weeks. But as it looks right now, I think the expectation should be for BYU to be in contention for an NCAA tournament berth once again this year. I know that losing seven senior players makes you think, you know, BYU is going to have to really reload and maybe rebuild a little bit. But it appears they've done some great things on the fly, adding the likes of guys like Matt Harms, Brandon Averett just recently, Caleb Lohner supposed to be signing at any point now. In addition to some of the other guys who are growing up in the program, I really like what BYU has got in terms of all the pieces they have. I think they are going to be a very stout team. I think they're clearly the second best team in the West Coast Conference on paper currently. That may be my bias showing, uh, counting out St. Mary's there. But I think Gonzaga, of course, is the top dog in the conference. But I have a hard time believing that BYU is not number two. And 
we'll see what happens, but I think it's an exciting time to be a BYU basketball fan. Mark Pope has really injected so much energy into this BYU basketball team, and I think BYU fans are just eating it up, and they absolutely love it. And I know you guys have been mentioning that on social media about how big it is to see a coach like Mark Pope really hit the ground running at BYU, and we'll see where the good times uh, take us this coming season. It's going to be exciting, but a big thank you once again to Brandon Averett for joining us here on the podcast. All right, coming up here in just a second, we'll get back to our player countdown series. We ran out of, ran out of time yesterday to talk about the best player to wear the, the, the number 79 in a BYU uniform. We'll get to that. We'll also get to today's selection, number 78, the best player to wear number 78, as we were just 78 days away from the Holy War between BYU and Utah. We'll get to all of that here in just a second. Before we do that, though, Need to take a minute today and talk to you about our good friends at Built Bar. I talked about this yesterday. Right now, they have an inventory closeout of up to 50% off everything online. Built Bars are the best protein bars on the market. They are revolutionizing how protein bars are thought to be perceived and or consumed. These taste like a candy bar, and I'm not even kidding about that. They are delicious. You guys will crave Built Bars. I know guys like Bronson Kafusi have posted there that they love Built Bars. I have a lot of you reaching out on social media saying that you've tried them, you absolutely love them. What I love about Built Bar is all of the profits they're making this week are actually going to be donated to organizations that will support education, poverty, equality, and ending hate and racism. You can go to BuiltBar.com, check it out. Up to 100% of the profits from 8 million bars will be donated. Built Bar is putting money where their mouth is, so check it out, guys, and support this company. Right now, in addition to the 50% off their inventory online at BuiltBar.com, you can use the promo code Locked On and save yourself 50% on your first order. Built Bar, like I said, I crave these bars. I have never craved a protein bar in my entire life until I tried a Built Bar. They are absolutely delicious. Low calorie, low sugar, but high in protein and high in fiber. They are perfect for the health conscious guy or gal. So check them out. That's Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Check it out. Up to 50% off everything of their inventory right now and up to 100%, excuse me, 100% of the profits from 8 million bars will be donated by Built Bar. Like I said, putting money where their mouth is. Check them out. BuiltBar.com. Use that promo code locked on to get $10 off your first order. Check them out. BuiltBar.com, a proud partner of us here on the Locked On Podcast Network and Locked On Cougars. All right, guys, as we wrap up today's edition of the podcast on a Wednesday, let's get back to our player countdown series. We ran out of time on yesterday's podcast. We're doing a double dip today. We are 78 days away from BYU and Utah kicking off the season. It's great to be in the 70s. It means offensive and defensive linemen reign supreme here for the next week or so as we get through the 70 and 60 numbers. But hey, as a former offensive lineman myself, I got nothing but the love for the guys up front. And let's start off with number 79. In the fan vote yesterday, former BYU offensive tackle Dustin Reichert won the fan vote very handily. 76.2% of the vote. Former BYU offensive lineman Jason Anderson finished with 15.5% of the vote to finish in second place. Defensive lineman Doug Stromberg had 4.8%, with Bill Rice coming up in the rear with 3.6%. 
Well, I'm actually going to disagree with the fan vote on this because I thought Bill Rice actually might be the best player to have worn that number in a BYU uniform. Of course, he played for BYU way back in the 1970s, so it kind of, I think, more of the recency bias with a guy like Dustin Reichert obviously played into this. But let's get you smart a little bit on Bill Rice. He actually had a very good career. First career, he totaled 252 tackles, 18 sacks. In 1975, was his best individual season. He collected 128 tackles and five sacks alone in that year. That year, he was named a first-team All-WAC honoree and also earned honorable mention All-American status. So I think Bill Rice is actually my my pick today as the best player with a number 79 in a BYU uniform. But Dustin Reichert is a very solid pick by you, the fans, because Dustin Reichert was just a standout player for BYU, went on to the, into the pro ranks. And I think most notably, and this is my favorite tidbit to share about Dustin Reichert, if you didn't know this about Dustin, actually spent some time as a bodyguard for high-end celebrities, including none other than former Detroit Pistons and Chicago Bulls star, Dennis Rodman. Dustin Reichert's been on local radio multiple times. He's talked about his experiences being a bodyguard for the worm or uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Rodman and some fascinating, fascinating experiences that Dustin Reichert has had. So fan vote goes in favor of Dustin Reichert at number 79. I'm picking former BYU defensive lineman Bill Rice as Jake Hatch's selection for number 79, but still a lot of fun. Now let's get to today's selection, number 78. And I have to say, number 78 actually had more nominees than I had available in terms of the four slots I'm allowed on Twitter. And like I said, follow the show on social media, particularly Twitter, if you want to have your voice heard on these player countdown series. You can cast your votes. Very simple format with Twitter. And they have four slots they allow on these tweets. So the four finalists for number 78 include Lance Reynolds Sr., who actually was the first player, if I'm not mistaken, under Lavelle Edwards' tenure, to go on an LDS mission, come home, start once again, and actually even make it to the NFL for a time before embarking on a long career at BYU under Edwards. So Lance Reynolds Sr., Brad Oates, the former standout offensive lineman for both BYU and in the NFL, Chuck Ehin, a defensive lineman for BYU, and offensive lineman Paul Howard were our finalists. But also some other honorable mentions, I thought. Warren Wheat, obviously the father of current BYU tight end Carter Wheat, fantastic player in the 1980s for BYU. Tim Hanshaw, the father of current BYU tight end Bentley Hanshaw, also a guy who really had a good career in a BYU uniform and then went on to spend some time with the San Francisco 49ers in the NFL. Didn't make this list. And one other honorable mention honoree, simply due to his nickname alone, but his play as well was very solid. Was former BYU offensive lineman Brian Lunchroom Sanders. Uh, Sanders was a six foot three, three hundred and fifty pound guard from Miraloma, California. Played for BYU in the early to mid two thousands, and that nickname alone, Lunchroom, man, you earned a name, uh, honorable mention status when it comes to the greatest player to wear the number, but additionally, on the all-name team, lunchroom, you're absolutely in the mix there for the all-name team. So Brian Sanders, another honorable mention honoree. Now, let's get to our the best player to wear the number 78 in a BYU uniform, and I'm actually looking at the fan vote here, and it's going in favor of Brad Oates, and that's not a bad selection. The Oates brothers uh, were fantastic, fantastic linemen for BYU during their heyday. Uh, Brad Oates uh, was a third-round 
draft pick in the NFL draft. He played for five different NFL teams. His older brother, uh, Bart, also uh, played for BYU and was a standout player. But additionally, uh, guys like Paul Howard was an all-whack offensive lineman, Chuck Ehan offensive lineman, and also Dave Wright, a guy we didn't mention as an honorable mention guy. We probably should add him to the list. Another uh, all-whack offensive lineman. But Brad O, it's a very solid selection. But I'm actually picking another player, and I'm picking Lance Reynolds Sr. If Lance Reynolds hadn't done what he had done in terms of going on a mission after suiting up for a time as a BYU Cougar, then coming back from his mission and proving, you know what, a mission isn't going to ruin my career, who knows where BYU is at in terms of their football program right now. When he went on his mission, and this is information I've been told by people over the years, was that Lavelle Edwards was very early on into his tenure. I believe that Lance Reynolds Sr. went on his mission after the 1973 season, if I'm not mistaken, then returned from 19... For 1976 and 77. My dates may be off a little bit there, but he proved the BYU football program could allow guys to go on missions for the Church of Jesus Christ and come back and play and still be effective players. And well, now we all look at it and they'll complain to the opposing coaches. Well, they have grown men going up against our young whippersnappers over here. It's just one of those tired, cliche excuses that a coach uses, I feel like, three or four times a year when BYU plays anymore against a new opponent. But regardless, I think that I'm picking uh, Lance Reynolds Sr. simply due to the fact that he actually opened up the floodgates or opened up the way for offensive and defensive linemen, just players in general in a BYU uniform, to go on a mission, serve the Lord, and then come back and still play high-level football. And obviously, Lance went on to be a great coach for BYU, served for a time as the offensive coordinator, if I'm not mistaken, in addition to stints as tight ends coach, running backs coach, maybe even the offensive line coach at one point, recruiting coordinator. He's done it all as a BYU Cougar, both a coach and a player. But my pick today is the best player of the number 78 in a BYU uniform, Lance Reynolds Sr. But I I can't say that uh, Brad Oates is a bad pick. Just in terms of actual honors as a player, doing what he did in a BYU uniform, Brad Oates probably deserves the nod. But I wanted to give a little bit more of a pub to Lance Reynolds Sr. simply due to the fact that, like I said, he kind of opened up the, the way for guys who may have had a desire to serve a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but also play for their church school. Speaking of Brigham Young University, play football for them. Well, before uh, Lance really showed that it could be done, it wasn't necessarily a popular thing to do. And even Lavelle Edwards admitted that early on in his tenure, he was not in favor of guys going on a mission. I think it was cool to see Lance Reynolds do what he did, come back as a player, and then obviously go on to great heights as a coach under Lavelle Edwards and also spent time working for Gary Croton and Bronco Mendenhall before calling it a career. Just a BYU lifer. So Lance Reynolds Sr., the best player in a BYU uniform to wear the number 78 for us here on the podcast today. All right, we'll get to day number 77 tomorrow. We're also going to get back to our uh, opponent preview series. going to talk about North Alabama. What do we know about the FCS foe on BYU's schedule this year? We'll get to that. And we'll also get to a position preview on tomorrow's podcast. We haven't had a chance to do a lot of that stuff this week already because of all the interviews we've had. But stick with us. We will continue to cover BYU sports for you guys each and every day. If and when Caleb Lohner officially signs with BYU, we'll, of course, be covering that as well. So a lot of BYU news to get to each and every day. Make sure to follow us on social media to stay up to date 
on all of that. You can search out Locked On Cougars on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let us know what you think there. Feel free to email the show anytime. LockedOnBYU at gmail.com is the email address. And I also have my personal Twitter feed if you want to reach out to me there as well. That is Jacob C. Hatch is the handle. You can find me on the Twitterverse. All right. Thanks again for joining us on a Wednesday edition of the show. Hopefully you guys are all doing well, staying home, staying safe, doing everything you need to do to make sure that you guys are making sure that all of us are staying safe in this critical time. And here's looking forward to 77 days away from BYU football kicking off the season at Utah starting tomorrow. We'll be back with you then. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for June 17th, 2020. We will catch you guys in the morning.